0: Welcome to Chick Chat, the podcast where the girl with many titles talks about life, the good and the bad, and everything around it. We're going to sit, chat, share life stories and experiences, from business to relationship. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Chick Chat podcast. I am back, and hopefully back for a very long time. So this week I wanted to get straight back into it and talk about some unpopular opinions that I have. When it comes to building brands, because over the last few months, loads have happen has happened, and I will go over some of it in another podcast. But one of the biggest things I keep seeing pop up is about branding and personal branding and business branding. So I thought it'd be a really good one to yeah get started with. But if you are new here, we normally start with our challenge of the week or tip of the week. We then move on to how are you actually doing, and then finish with a win of the week. So for me, my challenge of the week. My challenge of the week, really, to be fair, is stepping away from the business when I say I'm actually stepping away. I'm really bad. So I'm not like running the day to day things anymore. Like, I def- like I've like i got a team I can trust and I've got team members that actually passed probation this week, which is really, really great. Honestly, it's so good. But um, I'm one of those people where sometimes like if I can do something right and do it right the first time, I'm like, I'll just do it. And I'm really having to learn that I've got to train the team to make sure that even when I'm not available, they can do it. Because there are times when like I would leave and then if something needs to be done, I might still get a question. So I'm just trying to make sure that like I'm setting firmer boundaries and they're also aware that they can all like they can do anything that I'm leaving them um, to do. So, yeah, that's my challenge of the week. Kind of just stepping back and not being so like do this, do this, do this and just kind of letting them get on with it. Um Right let's get straight into it. So I've got five unpopular opinions. And I went for five because I think I can keep going but I think these are kind of the most important ones and what I want to do is give you examples of what maybe I'm doing or have done within like my own personal branding or the business and what we're seeing across the board with clients who we're working with or with just people we're working with in general. So first one is that people don't believe that that a personal brand and a business brand can go hand in hand now i'm going to use myself as the perfect example and i always think like why do people do this because there's this emergence of oh you now need to have a personal brand because personal brands are so important and it's like well no you always should have had a personal brand and if i give you like me as an example my personal brand has me as a podcaster has me as a marketing agency owner has me as a consultant has me as All these various things, and a content creator an influencer. So, what does that mean? In everything that I do, if you look on my pages, I talk a little bit about, and I've got separate pages for separate things, don't get me wrong, but on most of my pages, especially Instagram, you will see a mixture of everything from like my foodie loves and content creation on that side to the movie reviews me and G are doing, and then talking about things like business and letting people in when it comes to knowing like the stuff that's going on. So, one thing I always say is I've made a successful career because I'm a personal brand. I've been able to leave things to the side, like mostly muffins, you know, because when it, it came to it, it was too expensive for me to carry on with what I was doing. However, my personal brand allowed me to be able to turn around and say to people, OK, this is what I'm going to do and this is where I'm moving on to. But in everything I've always decided to do moving on, I have loads of loyal supporters. Even when people come to work with us within CFM, like I said at the beginning, I'm not the person that's even in that day-to-day anymore. I have team members that have their own clients that they work on. I will jump in for the bits that... Because I still love like the content creation side of it and the stuff that I do love on, on the day-to-day side. But I also know that there are things that I should be focusing on that's way above like the... In terms of like the trust triangle, as they call it, I'm at the top of that task triangle. So should I be doing the stuff that my staff's doing? No. However, when I want to jump in and do it, I can do it. Why? Because I'm... Able to do that because I have a personal brand that's worked, that means I can jump into different things. So, whenever people talk about, and, and this is the thing as well, like I always say, your business is your baby. So, even when you start trying to figure out how you're going to communicate in different ways and uh, in terms of your different brands, if you don't know what your personal branding is, it's going to make it really difficult for your business branding. Because if you look at CFM branding, for example, you go to the agency and you can see that I am involved within the team, but you can see that the rest of the team's also involved. They will create the captions, the hashtags, whatever it is, the the ideas. I jump in as and when I need to and when I want to, but I don't need to be involved in that every day. But that's come from me knowing how I talk, how I want things to be, and the fact that I don't want CFM to be so far removed from me that it looks like it's a completely different brand. Whereas when I first started Njinnah, even though it's, again... To do with me personally and it was based on the fact that in terms of my language mother in Bember is Nina and yeah I always used to think well I want to have this whole separate business where people can look and like not know that I'm involved but I've made the decision that I'm happy to know that people I'm happy for people to know that I'm involved however my business branding and personal branding you'll see there are similarities but they're not the same And this is where I think that people forget that you can branch out because you are not just that one business. And with the clients that we work with, especially at the moment, I've branched out on my consultancy work to be working with multi-millionaires and people that are getting towards making their millions. So these are people that are multi-passionate, have multiple businesses, do different things. And there's one client at the moment specifically that I'm working with where they've got at least 10 businesses. And I started working on their personal brand quite a while ago, but it's very clear to see that in terms of what they specialize in that's not just who they are they are a father they are interested in so many different things that actually when you put that together as a business brand and a separate brand a personal brand when it's a personal brand you can see that whenever they get new clients whenever they get into work with new people those people are looking at their personal brand and going oh i see that you like to play golf i see that you're a dad i see that you love to go running i see that you love to do all these things and that personal brand helps sell their business as well, because people feel like they already get to know them. So when it's coming to them knowing, liking and trusting whatever their business is gonna be, people know, like, and trust you as a person and then move on to your business. And I remember saying to one of our newer clients, this client works in um, property. And I was saying to them, I bet you that when you've been talking to other people, you've been saying that you're gonna be working with Kumo rather than CFM. And he was like, yeah, you're right. How did you know? And that's, again, because even though I've got another member of the team that looks after this client, I do the onboarding side of it. They see me and they go, oh, I'd love to work with you. And we do still work together in a, in a different capacity. But day-to-day, they are working with my team. So they come on feeling like they know who I am. So personal brands and business brands do go hand-in-hand, period. Like, that's it. Number two, authenticity and community um trump algorithms i will say this till the day i die i always say so we've had a couple of clients and actually this property when i was talking about is one that i'd said no we're not going to start your TikTok. and i've had another client that I've said the same thing why because when you look at the co- to meet consistency that's the most important algorithms you can go viral multiple times and not make a sale of it not have a download not have whatever However, if you are consistent and you get people to know your brand, your personal brand, who you are as a person and what you want to specialize in and what your business is, that's, the algorithm's never going to matter because at some point, that consistency, I always say consistency means you are always improving. You are getting better as a content creator, as a business person and in yourself, like it's personal growth. Like you are constantly growing to the point where the algorithm at some point you'll have seen, like I always say on TikTok, I've gone back, so actually, weirdly enough, my biggest viral video was one that I started with G that's on something like 8 point something million. And that's because I started a 30-day challenge where I was showing people that TikTok's not dead. So I'm going to show you in 30 days. I'm going to teach you on my TikTok, but I'm going to show you the examples on mine and G's TikTok and show you that it can be done. And that's where, yes, the algorithm did us a favor. And we've got, I think in something like um, 30 days, we're run like 4000 followers and I've not been that consistent on that one and I don't really have a strategy on that one just yet however I know that because I, cre- I try to create as consistently as possible it might not be for that page but whether it's for clients whether it's for me and uh, on other pages I'm doing I'm always learning what is working what's not working I'm always learning what I want to be doing more of what I want to be doing less of and at some point the algorithm is going to go happy days, we really like you, you've been doing everything right, you've been spending time engaging, you've been maybe sh- shopping on TikTok shop, or you've been spending time on like Instagram reels and engaging and whatever else it is. we'll give you a boost. And then that's when you go viral. But that virality only matters if you have a very good message. Because again, the videos that go viral are normally the videos that you don't expect to go viral. So when it comes to you going viral, if it's like a really random one, like I, one of mine that went viral was um, about me having a soft life. Has that got anything to do with business or building an emailing list or anything? No, absolutely not. However, people have been able to come onto my page and go, ah, we can see that you own a business. We can see what you've done in the past. We can see what you like talking about on your TikTok. I want to be one of your clients. I want to work with you one-to-one. And I think the great thing as well with that is people get to see that. I always say like we work with people that whether content creators or in property, musicians, we've got such an array of clients. That it doesn't even matter what you do. If you follow the advice that we give you, it's the exact same across the board. And when you're authentic, that's what builds a community. And I've always said, even on my Instagram right now, I do not have 5,000 followers, if that, but I've been able to make a living off that. And I've made a living as if I've got 20,000, 30,000 followers why because people see what my engagement is like people see that i've got a community people see that i'm authentic that i show up as me all the time so stop ignoring uh your actual community and stop focusing on on the algorithms start focusing on making sure that you're always coming across as the authentic you that you're creating content that even though it might make you feel cringy it might make you feel like you're so outside of your comfort zone it's still you right number three Embrace uh, relatability, sorry, and reject corporate facades. And again, this is a hill I am willing to die on. Don't get me wrong, I think there's still an element of, on certain platforms like Instagram, you need to come up and show up as mostly being perfect, but that's changed quite a lot. Whereas on TikTok, I show up, like I'm doing this podcast right now in my bed. Like, if you are watching it, you can literally see me in my bed if you're listening. I've got my laptop on my lap, I'm sat in bed, I'm covered up. Why? Because the cleaner was here. I didn't want it to feel like I was, um, like, that she had to be quiet but I could still record this podcast in bed and I'd meet I'd said to the team I'm gonna have this podcast done it was supposed to be done yesterday but I said to, I'm gonna have it done today I've got a plan it's gonna be okay now that's important because in terms of corporate life especially when I started CFM I always and, and you know and when you look at the um even the branding that I went with for both CFM and, Yuna to start with, it was all very much down like the corporate lane and it wasn't us. And I remember one of the team members saying, um, like, this does not fit us and it doesn't fit you as a person. Can we change it, please? And we did. And we went from um, black and white with CFM to having, I think it's like pink and white and we've got bits of grey and whatever else it is. But corporate businesses don't work the same anymore people want to be you want you to be relatable and when it comes to making sales as well I found that the less corporate we are and we're being completely honest that don't get me wrong we still want your money but we still want the best for you as we do as we want the best for, for, for us it's just made life so much easier because when people can relate to you as people as a business it's easier to sell So why would you want to keep coming up as this corporate thing of I'm not going to have my face? And again, everyone is different. Do you? But I very much believe that when people get to know you and your brand and see the faces behind the brands, it just makes it so much more relatable and so much easier for people to go, yes, I, I know you. Yes, I like you. Yes, I can trust you. So yeah, out with corporate. Number four, consistency outweighs paid advertising. Oh, I love this one so much because... So I was having this conversation with a client that came back. So this client was with us last year and they left us because of a couple of reasons. What The main reason it was price. So when they came back and wanted to work with us, they said that they wanted to, to do some paid advertising. And to be fair, actually, I've had that with clients twice this year. So one client, and I gave this client as an example. So this client is based down south. And when they came to us, they'd said, They'd been using paid advertising. And then when they were trying to create content specifically on TikTok, it was just bombing. And I'd said, well, that's be- have you stayed consistent? One, no, they hadn't. So if you're not consistent and you've just been using paid adverts, you're teaching the algorithm that we will keep paying you so that you can keep boosting us. And it will keep making things look worse when you stop as well. But there's ways. there are ways to retrain algorithms. There are ways to retrain these platforms. So... I will always say consistency is the most important thing because if you don't know what you're doing organically, what's going to be the point in them paying for it? Because organically, if things aren't working and you just boost it, yes, you'll get a few more views, but is that going to mean that you're going to convert someone into a customer? Probably not. And again, if you don't know what you're doing and it's free, you're doing something wrong. Like The solution to everything isn't just chucking money at it. And when it comes to social media... I will always say this, it's about consistency because like I said before, consistency teaches you how to be a better content creator. It teaches you how to be a better business person. It teaches you just how to grow and be better. So if you are then not also focusing on paid adverts, we don't use any paid adverts within the business and we are booked and busy. We may be looking at taking on a couple of extra clients before the end of the year, but that's just because I've got goals that I want to hit and I'm looking at where me and the team want to be. However, we don't need to take these people on. We are completely fine where we are. And we've done that without having paid adverts. Why? Because we know who our community is. We know what they're looking for. When we don't know what they're looking for, we don't chuck money in because we believe that that means that we need to do a bit more research and go out to them, speak to them a bit more, and then find out. Does that mean we'll never use paid adverts? Absolutely not. Because again, once we've got to the numbers that we want to get to, and we know that we are very happy with where the business is, yes, then we can use paid ads to maybe get us even further, but organic gets you started first to the point where you can see actually if I boost this, how much more am I gonna get in terms of people coming to my page, maybe people downloading the free downloads I have, or people subscribing, buying, whatever else it's gonna be. So (coughs) absolutely consistency outweighs paid advertising. Number five, prioritize content creation for your brand's growth this is me as an example prioritizing content creation and like i was saying before even the clients that came back from last year to now we have given them the exact same advice we gave them a year ago and a year ago we said to them you need to one be consistent at creating content but two put content at the forefront of what you're doing as well because creating content whether you batch create it and forget about it for a month whether you do it week on week whether you do it every day whatever you're going to do whatever works for you is going to mean that as you grow your brand grows people get to know whatever your brand is whether you are a musician whether you are a content creator whatever it is that consistency is always going to mean that something's going to happen I had a call I think it was last week so I've been I've, I've gone back to being consistent on socials now don't get me wrong I will always say it's not as easy as it sounds and even I struggle I always struggle and I was talking about the fact that I was supposed to have like a month's worth of content sorted and I've not been doing it. I've been very ad hoc, whereas I need to just get ahead of time because one, I have a team that like will do the edits for the videos if I don't want to do them. I've got people that literally I've even got one team member at the moment that is in charge of just making sure that I get my content done. But what I've realized as well is when I talk to clients, if you don't see the importance of creating content, it's gonna be very, very difficult. Now, the call that I got last week was someone that I'd worked with in the past. A good few years ago before the pandemic, um, when I was doing more kind of the food styling side of it, but because I'd started being more consistent with posts on socials and what I've been talking about in terms of like what we're doing within the business, it's meant that that person has carried on watching what I've been doing, seeing me get better and better, and after a few years has called me and been like, can we work on this project together? Now, whether the client accepts and whatever happens, whether that happens or not, it just shows you, you never know where money's going to come from, and I think that's also an important part that the return on investment when it comes to business, you're never going to see where it's coming from when it comes to content creation, because unless you're doing a paid, uh, a paid campaign, it's going to be clearer there. However, when it's organic, like I said, someone can might come to you within a week of seeing a post. Sometimes it might take them a month. Sometimes it might take them years. Sometimes it might be someone that has followed you that recommends you to a friend and goes, yeah, I've seen them uh, over these few years and that's where you get a client from so yeah prioritize content creation because you never know like what what are we doing at the moment where me and jay filming for a tv show um i am planning to take about like a month out of the business at the end of the year which means that the business is going to run itself i am back to doing the podcast and looking at how i should focus on like monetizing that i've been asked to present at this conference there were just loads of things happening where that's happened through content creation. Why? Because through the content creation, I'm able to show now this is me in terms of being like a um, an interviewer. When I've got people on the podcast, that's me literally showcasing. This is how I like, run interviews. Whether it's me going out for food and recommending places, showing how I create the actual content, building uh, relationships with brands everything that I've been doing on my socials and for content creation has meant that whenever I always say like you're when someone googled your name and goes onto your socials or whatever else you've got that's your shop front when people look at my shop front especially on Instagram they can see a, a range of the different things that I'm into who I am as a person what I want you to know and even in the pins that I've got on my different platforms you can see exactly what I want you to get out of my content straight away and then if you want to binge you want to do whatever you can see that But that's where you can see, like, I will wake up with emails from brands wanting to collaborate, from people wanting to work together. And that's something I want to focus on doing more. But I've not even been doing as much as I'd have wanted to. And here I am. It's working. It's worked for years. So content creation is one of the most important things that you can do for your business because that's how you get people to know you. And it's your shop front. It means that you're selling without having to sell. So focus on content. Right. I missed the whole, uh like, how am I actually doing? And my, so I'll do that. I'm with the win of the week now. But I'll just finish by saying I know that some of these opinions, like I said, they're unpopular opinions. But these are things that I've seen have worked personally for me, for clients. And it's what we're advising clients at the moment, not saying that one shoe fits absolutely everyone. But generically, to be fair, this advice does generically fit because. Like I said, whether you are a content creator, a musician, a business owner, whatever else it's gonna be, this is the same advice we are giving everyone. And it's the advice that I follow myself. So I really hope it does resonate with you. And if it doesn't, or you've got questions, feel free to send me a DM, feel free to send me an email, whatever you want to do. But um yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up there. So how am I doing this week? Do you know what? I'm really good. Mentally I'm doing really well. I am a lot more organised. The business is just doing really well to a point where, like, I can kind of just not shut off, but I can focus on catching up with the things that I wanted to do for the last few months. So that's really good. Working with just great clients that, like, when you're learning from people as well, that's what I really love. Like, not only do you get to, it's a, to me, it's a partnership. So the partnership within, like, my staff within the clients that we have, it's just it's really nice to see because we're all growing together as well. And what is my win of the week? Do you know what? My one of the week, I went for lunch with my mum on um, Monday and we would said, oh, we'll go out. And I cleared my calendar. It just ended up being like a really sunny day to the point where like, I came home and I was like, gee, look, I've got a tan. Um, but it was just such a nice day. So my one of the week was I spent time with both of my parents separately and we spent time with them together. So it's been very much like a family week because then we went and saw um, G's family as well. And it's just been one of those weeks where, yes, it's been busy, but being able to get so much done and focus on like self care and like the relationships that we have. That next week I'm going to be out like three days of the uh, of the week out of five, and I'm not even stressing because I'm so far ahead. So, win of the week is one getting to spend time with family, but two also being able to get so far ahead with everything that I'm doing, which I absolutely love but um yeah I'm gonna leave it there and say thank you as always for listening please keep liking subscribing commenting sharing the podcast because yeah it just uh, everything that you do is just such a massive help and yeah you're getting to see it week on week I suppose as well with how life is starting to transform and change and do all of that so thank you as always and see you next week